Welcome to Book Talk with Kara Putman. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Kara Putman, the award-winning, best-selling author of more than 30 novels. I write romantic legal suspense and World War II romance, but I read voraciously. Each week, I'll introduce you to one of my favorite author friends as we talk books, writing, and life. Be sure to check back frequently for new episodes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to what I think is a special edition of Book Talk because I have two of my good writing friends, Tammy Alexander and Deb Rainey, both here. And they've been on before, but they haven't been on together. And this is one that y'all asked for. And I'm so glad you did because if you know anything about Tamara and Deborah, you know that they often talk about the special nature of their writing friendship and how they have been critique partners brainstorming partners, book doctors for each other for a long time. And their books are so excellent because they have each other. So we're going to spend the next 20, 25 minutes talking about kind of their friendship and their writing process and how that works together. Uh, Because one thing about writing is it can feel very solitary, but I think those who write the best books often have very close uh, friendships and critique relationships with people who can come alongside and help them through the tricky parts of writing. So Tammy, we'll start with you. I want y'all to just to introduce yourself for people who may not have seen your books or listen to the earlier episodes with y'all. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently working on, and then Deb will come down to you. Okay. Uh, Tamara Alexander, Tammy is great. Um, And I just finished my 19th novel, which was my first contemporary in a a dual timeline. So all the others have been historical before that. Uh, So I've been writing, my first two books came out in 2006. So um, Deb and I have been doing this and I'll let her get into kind of how we met and all that um, since around 2002 when, when we first met. Um, so anyway, I've written for several different publishers. I do have one indie out um, and hope to do more indie, but I'm currently writing for Tyndale. The book I'm writing right now is for Tyndale and so will the next one. So, and I live in Nashville. I, I'm sure most people who read me know that because I talk about Nashville a lot. I've got a son and daughter uh, here and a daughter-in-law who is due anytime now with our first grandbaby. And we are so excited. Deb has 49 grandchildren. And I'll be happy to let her tell you about all of those. But we have one. His name is Leo, and he should be here any any day now, which we're very excited about. That's I can't awesome. wait for you to experience that. It is wonderful. And we really don't have 49, but we do have a baker's dozen now. So and it's, awesome. it is wonderful. I love being Mimi. So well, um, and we're having this conversation like immediately after Thanksgiving and before Christmas. And it's such a fun time when there are kids and grandkids around. So I bet you are very excited. I think your house was full, wasn't it? It was yeah. full. Our our youngest son and his family have a, a tiny baby. And so they weren't able to drive that far. But the rest of us were all together. And we will be meeting for Christmas halfway at a halfway point in Arkansas. And so we're excited oh, to all be together for an early Christmas this year. So that's awesome. So tell us a little more about you, Deb, and then segue into this unique writing relationship the two of you have. Sure. Well, I have been writing since New Year's Day, 1994. That's when I picked up a pen and wrote out by hand the uh, epilogue, I mean, the prologue to my very first novel. And 
I, I started writing to put my kids through college. I've got four kids and they all have college degrees, but I'm still writing. So, uh, and I love it. I really do love it. Um, I write contemporary women's fiction. I did write one historical novella and swore I would never, ever do that again because I'm not, I'm not as crazy about research. I mean, you still have to research for women's fiction, but uh, and contemporary, but I love playing with words a lot more than I do research, and so I'm sticking to contemporary. And Tammy and I met um, in 2002, like she said, at the very first ACFW, American Christian Fiction Writers Conference. Um, I just had three or four books published at that time. Tammy had not yet been published, but obviously she was at a writer's conference, so she, it was on her radar and it was something that she wanted to do. And I just happened to, we sat at a table together and just hit it off. And I happened to mention that I was really struggling with a, a scene, or I don't remember exactly which part of the book, but of a book that, a novella that I was writing called Playing by Heart. And you know, Tammy very shyly, which is hilarious because Tammy is not shy, <laughs> but, but she was, she was a little timid in, in offering to read well, the manuscript. Well, and do you remember, I told Kara, I, I told her, I said, I feel like I'm standing in front of the Mona Lisa with my Hobby Lobby paintbrush. But if you, if you need anybody to read or need help, I, I love brainstorming. I love stories. So, and then she um, very unwisely or wisely, whichever one said for through caution to the wind and said, yes, which I'm so great. Turns out she's Michelangelo because <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> solved my problem, the, the problem that I had with the book. And that book ended up being the, the first uh, Christie finalist that I had. And I truly credit Tammy with a big part of that. And so then I very timidly asked her when I was working on my next full length novel, A Nest of Sparrows if she would consider reading that one as well. And Tammy, Tammy says she basically learned to write or taught herself how to write by ripping apart other people's novels. She would mark mm -hmm. up the books that she read. And so that's what she did with mine. And I, I mean, I truly, I don't know how I wrote my first few books because I love having her hand on my books. And so it's kind of fun that you mentioned that, Tammy, you learned to write by ripping apart other people's books because um, when I was learning to write or actually sitting down and going, okay, this is something, it's a dream I'm going to actually pull off the shelf and I'm going to try, Trisha Goyer let me kind of sit and read her Civil Spanish Civil War series as she was writing it. Wow. And so I would go through and I would edit the chapters and stuff and it allowed me to kind of see her process and she's very much a pantser. She just right and then she puts it all together later and I'm like oh no you do that but it was such a, a good process and experience to have as I was starting to see someone who had already written several award-winning books and see kind of their process and how it wasn't all beautiful and perfect the first moment it was written there were processes and stages to go through and so it's kind of fun how that can actually be a really great way to learn how to write so, and that reminds me, Kara, that Tammy and I, after we, after we, you know, knew that we were going to do this for each other as long as we possibly could, at one point we said, 
please let's agree to read each other's at least every few years finished novel because we see each other's writing and it is the ugly baby and you know we we want to continue to have respect for each other so ever so often every few years I will read the the real book of Tammy's uh, like why why on earth did this piece of you know what yes. with, get you know, published when the Christie this is just a bunch of slop over here it needs fixing it needs so but you know I am just so grateful because I've often I've often told Deb and I'll tell you again Deb I just cannot fathom writing without this um without this back and forth and what has become or what started kind of as that is that you know professional relationship has grown for 20 plus years now into a very dear friendship and I just truly cannot fathom writing without her I really can't so you cannot retire we must retire <laughs> on the same day at the same and you know we've always said that we would um you know crit for each other but and sometimes we've wondered if being on deadline it might it might not work but even when I'm on deadline and she's on deadline it helps me it just rejuvenates my writing to crit for her. And it just, um, I don't know, it just pours fresh, fresh water, fresh life, fresh creativity. Yes. So I always tell people, if you really want to be a good writer, you need to get, it really does help to be in a, you know, in a group um, that will critique each other or in a, in a relationship like this, because you see things just like we do in character and in other people, you see things so clearly, you see their flaws and yet you don't see your own. And chances are things you see in others are the very things that you yourself struggle with personally. And yeah. it's the same in writing. So yeah. another thing that has been awesome for us is that we are about what, eight or nine years apart in age. Maybe not that far. But I'm I'm 61. Okay, I'm 67. So we're yeah, not far apart in age, but, but we are. I mean, you know, I was raising my kids. You know, they were a little bit older, when, and your kids were a little bit younger. I grew up on a farm. Tammy's a city girl. There's a lot of, of things that are different. And so we will call, if I'm writing a city girl character, I'm writing her like a farm hick that I am. And Tammy will say, no, Deb, that does not work. I, I remember, <laughs> yeah. well, one time I, I had two characters that, who were, who were uh, rural girls from, I believe the book was set in Kansas or maybe Missouri, and they were going out to lunch. And I had one of the girls pick the other one up and Tammy's like, why don't they just meet at the restaurant? And I'm like, are you kidding? When you live in the country, when you live rural, half of, of your girl's day out is the ride to the restaurant, you know? And so we have just, we've straightened each other out and I've learned so much. <laughs> about how how to write characters that are very different than I am so it's been great I love that and I think that's such an important part of the process and as I'm listening to you I'm like okay I need to start praying for another critique partner because like you you two all those award-winning books between the two of you I think a lot of it does come back to this really strong uh, relationship and the trust that you've established between each other. And it reminds me of Colleen and Denise and the relationship that they have. And I've had those kind of come and go, uh, but I think it's such a gift when, to think that, man, since 2002, so for 20 years, you have gifted each other with your time, your insight, those, yeah, no, that won't work. And being able to accept that and go, oh, okay, well, maybe I, I need to change that or tweak that. And that really is such a gift, but it comes back to the friendship and the trust. So how did you establish that? Because I think for some people, they get stuck 
at the I'm Mona Lisa, I'm walking up to a Mona Lisa with my Hobby Lobby supply. <laughs> Thanks, Rush. Yeah. And so how do you how do you push past that or what allowed you to get to the point where you do have this friendship that allows you just to go, no, that doesn't work. And the other person can go, okay, I accept that. Help me make it better. Well, I have loved Deb's writing from the, from the get-go beneath a Southern sky mm -hmm. is that I just absolutely, that's still just one of my favorite books of all time. And I think part of it is um, even though Deb and I write different, you know, I write historical mainly and she writes contemporary mainly. So don't necessarily look for, so oh, I've got to find someone just like me who writes, no, 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 those differences are so huge and so much better for you, I think, within the relationship. But I love Deb's writing. And I think through the years we have just, you know, at first we would do more at a girls, I think like, you know, loved this, love this. And yeah. now, even though we do still do the at a girls, it's just, it's far more, um, it's far more blunt. What are some of the things? Yeah. Oh, oh, I know one of them is, I don't know where, I don't know where we got this, but we do take or toss and mm -hmm. feel free to jump into it. We do the tort. We just say, take or toss. Yeah. Take or toss this, you know, for what it's worth. This is what I think. Or sometimes when... I will say, don't make me drive over there. I will, I will drive over there if you keep doing this. And she does that. And as a 20-year writer, I am still telling instead of showing or, you no, know. but I do it too. I do it. I do sure. it. We just don't see it in our own work. Yeah. We don't. And even when we think we're looking for it, like I just got done with my first edit from Janir Trump because I'm writing for Kriegel now and it's been great. But I was like, man. I have to hunt and find, you know, find and replace for this word that I thought I didn't use anymore. And I'm like, oh, nope, it's still showing up 150 times. And our pet words. words. We each have yeah. our pet words. We do. We have our pet words and we don't see them because yeah. they, we wrote it. And so you do, you need that extra set of eyes. And so that's great. So Deb, what's one of the favorite things that you've gotten from Tammy? Uh -oh. oh, wow. <laughs> well, well I'm coming to you next. So you can start thinking. Another about thing that, that we write on each other's manuscripts is I will write quintessential Tamara Alexander. I mean, there are times that Tammy has a, an amazing gift for setting a scene and she does it in a short paragraph, which she, she should. Now, sometimes she goes on a little long and I might, I might tell her that. <laughs> Yeah, she, I, I absolutely love the way that she can set a scene with absolutely beautiful um, literary language, and yet her books read quickly. They don't read like, you know, you don't slug through that because she knows how to place them well and then fill in with, with action and dialogue and all those things. So that's, that's probably the thing that I appreciate most about her writing. As far as what I appreciate most about her critiquing uh, is the, her sense of humor. I mean, I grew up with a dad who teased me and I knew if he was teasing me, he loved me. And Tammy has a gift of snark. And, and so we have so much fun. I mean, I would say we laugh so much when we're working together because we have made it a fun thing and we've, we've you know, put comedy into it. So it truly, it truly is when I get one of her, you know, a crit back, it, it really is like a present. I cannot wait to dive in and there will be little snarky comments from her on the side and just wonderful insights. And one of Deb's strengths is definitely character. Um, she immediately 
gets you involved in the characters. You feel invested with them. You feel empathy for them. And I've learned a lot from her as far as characterization. So I love that. And also pacing because I can, I can get lost in the weeds at times. I just, and this is something else about sharing in this relationship is I just finished my first, um, my first experience with, I just finished a book for focus on the family with Jerry Jenkins as, 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 as my editor. And I learned a ton from him. And, but through the years, Deb and I have both shared those edits from our editors. And if there's an editorial letter, mm -hmm. um, have yeah. shared that with each other because we've already read the book, right? I mean, we were there mm -hmm. as, you know, as, as, uh, she was writing it. So now I can see, I can come back and think, Oh, that is a that's an excellent suggestion that Deb's editor made for this, and I didn't even see it. But all of those things help to improve and to hone. And I truly, I totally credit Deb and my editors with whatever success I've had. I mean, because it is definitely a lot of names, as you know, Kara. I mean, it's just so many names should be on that book alongside yours because it's not just us, right? Absolutely, yes. And that's Go ahead. I think that's what's fun about when you get these really special critique relationships and writing friendships is it, it's one of those things that could be very easy to go. Writing's super competitive. There are only so many slots for authors and books and um, it's very competitive, but it's just not that way. That's one of the things I love about mm -hmm. Christian fiction, which is where I write most of my books is it's, we're coming alongside, we're linking arms. We want your book to do as well as our book or better. And so that that idea that yes, there are so many names that should be on that cover. Um, I just, I love that because we do, you know, when I think of all the different people who've edited my books or all the different people who have critiqued chapters, it's an army, it's not just me. And we often think, and okay, I'm in the middle of a very long period of lots of late nights writing, but I know that it's going to get better because of the editor. It's going to get better because of my beta readers or whatever. And that's such a gift. Yeah. Tammy always begins her critiques of my books with a written prayer. She says, Lord, here we are again. Um, please help me to do no harm. You know, we kind of is kind of our, because, you know, we don't want to discourage each other, but we also, we would much rather, I would much rather hear a critical phrase from Tammy than hearing it from the publisher's weekly editor who is reviewing my book. And so that's, that's kind of where, you know, we are coming from when we edit each other and we tend to edit, we, we work in, um, track changes, and we tend to edit each other the way our editors, our professional editors with our traditional publishers edit us. And so, we, and I, I love how much I've learned about editing from my professional editors that I can then pass on to Tammy and my critique relationship and vice versa. And um, so we, you know, that, that is how we mark things up. We do usually wait until we are would you say three-fourths of the way through a book, Tammy? Yeah, I would. Before, be, I don't even want her to see it until I'm three-fourths of the way through. And then <laughs> she starts reading, and then my goal is to keep it's ahead of great. her. Yeah. And, and so it, it does help. It helps it's, so funny. it's so funny when you get down to the part, she'll say, she'll say something about, um, she said, do not read, do not, Tammy, 
do not read past this point. I'm like, in yeah. big red letters. Yeah. But, and I, and, but me, apparently I'm not trusting because I go ahead and duplicate the manuscript because I don't want her seeing all, cuts off all, the, you know. all these bullet points of, I might do this, or I could do this, or remember you've done this, so you can't do this in this book or whatever. Yeah. So, but it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. We just, yeah. I just, I just truly cannot imagine. I'm trying to think of other things. Um, with our relationship, practically speaking. Oh, sometimes Deb will, which I love, she will actually take um, maybe a paragraph or something and she will actually rewrite it, which is not necessarily what my professional editor will do, will do. But Deb and I know each other's writing and I know her voice. And I think our voices do have similarities, even though she writes what she writes and I, and I write what I write, but it's still, and, and sometimes, you know, most of the time I'll, I'll write her back and I said, took every stinking thing, you know, yep. took every stinking thing, exclamation point, thanks so much. Or yeah. sometimes it's like took, took 90% of everything. And sometimes Deb, when you say that we'll go, if we have time, we'll say, didn't do this. And this is the reason why yes. for exactly. that type of thing. Yeah. And it just gives you the idea. It gives yeah. you the, oh, exactly. so this is what I can do with it. Exactly. It's like she rewrote this. There must have been a reason. I don't necessarily like the way she rewrote it, but I see why she thought it needed rewriting. And, and then we go from there. So, yeah. But, you know, I think that's one of the advantages to having a critique partner that writes a different genre than you do. Because mm -hmm. I when I write, you know, when I rewrite a paragraph for Tammy, in, in her historical voice, I don't have that historical voice. And so, you know, I, I am, I really am trying to fit that into her book. So, I mean, yeah. probably when it's all said and done, the words that came from me in any one of your books are 5% or 3%. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like we're writing together. It's not like we're writing uh -huh. together or rewriting each other's books, but it will just be a paragraph here and a paragraph yeah. here and a line here. Sometimes, and, Or sometimes just a turn of phrase where I will have, I'm reaching for something and in your, you know, in your haste and you've got all these other things, the plotting, I couldn't quite get it. And then she'll say, I think you meant to do it or what about this? And it's like, she nails it. Done. Taking it. Taking it. So. Or, or we do have a lot of, uh, this is the 14th time you've used this phrase, whatever it is. Cause I'm like, we were saying every book has a pet phrase. So. Yeah. And they yeah. change. They change. Yeah, they it's yeah. crazy. One of my novellas I wrote this summer, everything was small. Oh, everything was small. <laughs> I was like, I guess it's on an island, but still, not everything yeah. is small. Everything <laughs> so small. That's right. <laughs> you know, I was having lunch with a writer buddy last week, a couple writer buddies actually, and she is looking for a writing, a writing partner that not partner to write together, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, someone to be able to mentor, mentor each other basically, mm -hmm. and just to help each other through this journey and give perspective. And I told her, I said, you know what? I said, I went to that Kansas city, 2002, the very first ACRW is what it was. Yeah, exactly. But, and I remember my husband, Joe saying, now what, what are you going to? And I said, it's this group I've been a part of for a year or two. And I was in a, I was in a group there. So I was going to go meet these women for the first time. And, um, and he said, and who do you know? And I said, well, nobody personally, but, but I had prayed about it and I just felt like, a, and, and he said, so you're just going, I said, see you in five days or something. <laughs> and it was just so 
But I say all that to say, pray about it. Ask the Lord to open a door for you for that and just be faithful. But, and then also don't be shy about coming up to someone and saying, I mean, this multi-published author, and here you are with your Hobby Lobby paintbrush and saying, if you ever need anybody to read for you, I love your writing. And I could say that because I had already read you. And I just, and I said, you know, if ever you do, then I would love to do that. And she happened to say yes. And not everyone will be able to say yes, but she happened to say yes. And then here we are. Yeah. So, and what a gift, what a gift that was. You know, God sent it when it's a gift both ways. You know, both of you yes. have gotten more than just writing, but definitely the gift of writing and story and editing from each other. But then there's also this personal friendship where y'all met in Paris last week. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did. It was a, it was, yeah, it was just a wonderful trip. We even saw the Eiffel Tower. We did. We got our picture Eiffel taken Tower by there. Me. Not there the real one, but and <laughs> okay. we should we should probably mention it was, it was in Tennessee. Tennessee. Right. <laughs> but we said someday we'll go to the real Paris together. But for now, it's Paris, Tennessee, is a halfway point for us to meet and have lunch and talk. Yeah. We did some brainstorming, didn't we? we did it so. was really good? Yeah, because I was having some issues on the book I'm writing now, and she helped me to plot through it and think through it. So that was good. So now we can say that that was a business trip and it's taxi right. right? taking it, <laughs> taking it right off. That's right. <laughs> Island. Awesome. But I mean, that, but that says a lot that, you know, as we're in the busy season of the year that y'all were like, no, this is important to spend the time to make the drive and get mm -hmm. to hang out together. And that says a lot about the friendship between you that has developed. And so I love that. I mean, my writing friends are some of my favorite people on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Well, thank you so much for making time to come on and share some of this because I think it'll be really encouraging for people just to understand, you know, those books that we see don't happen in a vacuum. They often are a result of the people that we're writing with and alongside. That's right. If you enjoyed this conversation, remember you can join us live on my Facebook page on Tuesday evenings at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next conversation. I'd also be grateful if you'd leave a review on your favorite platform. I love to hear from you. So be sure to leave a comment on this episode's show page at caraputman.com. And you can also interact with me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And don't forget, when you join my e-newsletter, I send you a copy of Dying for Love, the novella that launches the Hidden Justice series as my gift to you. Thanks again for tuning in.